This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. It is yet another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast. And guess who I'm with today? Lainey. No, you, dummy. Me, it's Jamie. <laughs> I, too, am the other half of Straight from the Net. <laughs> she is. Today's date is <laughs> Sunday, June 14th. And the weather. And the weather is lovely. <laughs> it's a sunny, balmy. It's a sunny day. The birds are fucking chirping. The dog is up my ass. Come here, Lainey. That's because she knows you got, like, um, I fed her food. some pretzels. Can we just talk about this little bitch of a dog of mine that I love so much? And don't even come for me because this dog is so spoiled rotten. She really is. She is. She is full rotten. I mean, we spoon every single night. Like, she literally sleeps, like, right next to me every night. Like, and I call her my love muffin, okay? Anywho, this dog is a pity, and the pities are notorious for having skin allergy problems. So, I started with this dog. I mean, over the course of the, um, what, nine, ten years I've had her now. I have put out thousands of dollars trying to get her skin conditions under control. They are notorious for having problems. She's a pretty girl. She is a pretty girl. But she's like, so, bitch, I mean, I've given her shots. We've done all kinds of shit, right? So finally, this doctor's like, hey, let's put her in Apoquel. Let's see how that goes. Apoquel costs me $144 a month. Right. So I put the dog on it in February. She seemed to do pretty well for like six, eight weeks. All of a sudden, spring allergies hit. It ain't holding her at all. She is licking all over again. I don't know if y'all noticed. Probably not. But I usually complain about how much she licks because when she, like, because when Jamie comes over, she gets all excited and she also licks. So she just starts licking and it drives me nuts. And so I'm like, all right, this shit ain't holding her no more. Take her back to the vet. And the vet's like, yeah, no, it's not holding her no more. Like now she's got like that shit on her belly again. It looks like a heat rash, but it's not. So she was like, we got to do something else. I'm going to have to also give her a shot. <gasps> Did you get a knee? So, yeah, so now, and it's called Cyto something. I can't remember what the hell it's called. So, she's like, some dogs just need both. This dog, that's an $85 shot. <laughs> so, this dog now is costing me $235 a month just so she doesn't itch. Oh. But it, it's more, well, her eyes will get infected, her ears will get infected. It's just something that happens with these dogs. But it's $235 a month, right? So, I had, I was putting it in American cheese. Uh-huh. So, but then she had to be on an antibiotic because, like, her skin got a little icky, like, on her belly. Oh. So, she had to be on an antibiotic for 10 days. So, and it's, like, this big-ass honking horse pill, right? So, I'm trying to put the two pills of the Apoquil, because she's still on that every day, right, in this piece of cheese, along with this big old honking thing of, like, this. <laughs> Look at you. Hey, your upper butt. She knows. I, I can't you eat can't have it. I can't eat pretzels on my ear. I know. So then I'm trying to put, like, the pill in the cheese, too. Well, I go to hand her the cheese, and she's going to take it. But she sniffs it first because she knows I put something in it. And if she can smell anything other than the cheese, she won't eat it. Well, so this day, I go to hand her the cheese. She's opening her mouth to take it. And just as I let go, the damn big honking pill falls out. She looks down, sees the pill, and she will no longer eat cheese. Oh, no. No, because now she knows I'm putting the cheese in it. So then I'm like, all right. I'm just going to have to stuff it down the back of your throat. That's what they say, stuff it down the back of your throat. So I put my finger in her mouth, right? And she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, she's like not having none of this shit, right? Her, her mouth is clamped shut. And I'm like, just pulling my finger in there. Like, you're going to take this pill. She's like, no, I'm not. Like, she's like, with me. So 
her and it she looks like she's smiling she's like ee, like it's like the funniest shit and then she's like and i'm trying to like do that thing where you see where they like you rub their throat and make someone smile in the meantime she's going yeah yeah and she's pushing it to the front and spits it out so just imagine she won't eat cheese I stuffed this thing in the back of her throat like three times and she like throws it back up. And when it's all slimy. And it's slimy because now she's like, nyak, 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 and she's like throwing it out of her mouth, right? So like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Bread. We don't even eat bread. None of us. We like, we don't eat sandwiches. We don't have none of that in this house, right? I now have to go buy a loaf of bread on top of all this other money I spent on her because now I can, I can like split the dough, like the bread in half and ball it up and she can't smell anything but the bread. Aww. So the freaking, I mean, it's like. She loves carbs. She does love carbs. So now it's so funny. Like, she'll just sit there and she waits. Like, when I'm doing my coffee in the morning, she sits, like, over by the one counter where the bread is and just waits. <laughs> and then she just, like, kind of looks up at it. Like, can you see me? I can't tell you, bitch. Like, I'm trying to tell you I want my bread. Like, it's time for my bread. So now she's, like, hooked on bread. It's the funniest shit. I'm like, girl, me too. I was the same, just like you hooked on bread. But. So just imagine, I gotta spend like $235, $240 a month on, on that. And now I gotta spend an extra dollar on bread, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but it's like a, a loaf of bread a week I gotta give this hoe bag because she won't eat her damn medicine. Yeah, she's looking, she was just staring me down. She's, she's really upset about me stopping and feeding her pretzels. I know, but I'm just like, the stuff that we do for our animals, and I'm like, seriously, like, do you ever re- do you really even love your animal if you're not calling them a hoe <laughs> or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> or hussy? Like you know? Oh, that's right. You know, look now she's getting loved on and she's like mom- mommy's little hussy because so, she loves Aunt Jamie. <clears throat> so that was a couple days ago, and thankfully oh, because she's my she's got a fuzz on her eyeball. Yeah, you know, she's got a fuzzy. I'm not gonna touch that. That's okay. I'll get it out later. But yeah, so oh, and now like she's getting something funky on her ears, and she said it's normal. Sometimes they get this thing like on their ears and their old age. Is that aggravating you? No. So now I gotta go out and buy these wipes. <laughs> she's like, I suggest there's like these, um, they're like baby, baby wipes, uh huh, or whatever. Um, and it's supposed to, they're not baby wipes, but they really are fucking baby wipes. So now I gotta go out and buy baby wipes. And wipe this bitch's ears off because it's on the end of her ears. It's like this weird, like, I don't know. So I'm like, let me get this straight. I got to spend all this money on two different things. Buy her a loaf of bread every week. <laughs> and I got to buy her baby wipes so I can wipe her ears out. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I wish somebody loved me as much as I love this dog. <laughs> she got it all out. So speaking of itching. Um, oh, yeah. So my yesterday, Sally and I went down to the beach for the day. And we played Papa and mm-hmm. had a beach day. It's so funny because we went to the outlets and we started out in Rehoboth. And then we couldn't find a place in Rehoboth to park. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I was like, let's just go to Fenwick. Because I want to get my dad a, a vulgar t-shirt. A vulgar t-shirt. It's what I do. Right. It says, hey ladies, do you like what you see? Take a look at my mini me. And it's got an arrow pointing to his penis. <laughs> oh He's my God. I love it. So anyway, so I was like, so we'll just go to Fenwick. So we go to Fenwick, we get there, and of course I see my my golf course. And I'm like, let's stop at the down under, let's play a round of mini golf. Right. So we go and we play a round of mini golf. I beat Sally 45 to 50. <laughs> just going to throw that Good out there. You. I won. Um, <laughs> then we went, I saw Ron was like, did you finally win? And you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so then we went to... Um, 
the Gold Coast Mall. Because I'm like, we're right here in Fenwick. Might as well just go the 20 feet to fucking Ocean City. Right. So we go to the Gold Coast Mall, which is there's a t-shirt shop in there, which I love to get my dad the t-shirts. This guy has always been so good to me when I used to go with Ron. He was so good to us. I walk in the door, and this guy is so excited to see me. And now, oh mind you, God. I haven't seen him in at least four years. Right. I will. He goes, oh, my God, it's you. Hello. <laughs> so he's got all this stuff on the wall, and he puts what's popular right now, you know, a bunch of, like, racist bull crap up on the wall. Um, very political, Trump-loving mm. shit because, you know, that's what's selling right now, so he has it up on his wall. Right. So I'm like, where's all the vulgar stuff? So he breaks out this file that's like six inches thick. Mm -hmm. Sorry. <laughs> and he's like, here you go. So he lets me look through all the dirty decals, and I found that one. And that's great. And so he, he sets up the thing, mm -hmm. and, he, and I pay for the t-shirt. And he's like, don't be a stranger. Come back and see me. So me and Sally ended up going to the little liquor store in the same complex, because that's where I used to get her chocolate vine, which is chocolate wine. It's like, it's like you who but alcoholic. Oh, wow. It's very good. Mm -hmm. So we went to look and see if there was any, but they don't make that kind anymore. So we just left there. And as we were coming back out, the guy comes running out of the mall. And he was like, I was looking for you. I was like, you were looking for me. He was like, yeah. And he gives me this magnet that goes on my card. It says, too sexy. Oh. <laughs> so I was very excited to see him. So we're cruising around Ocean City. And of course, there's no parking in Ocean City either. So we end up going to <coughs> Blue on the Beach before we head on back home. And I had, like, a crab cake and some, some fried shrimp. And it, it didn't agree with me. When we got out of the car, I was like, oh, I don't feel good. Like, this isn't agreeing with me. Mm -hmm. So anyway, people, we get home. I eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not funny, but it kind of is. In three minutes flat, like, I am on fire. Like, I'm hyped out. My ass cracked was itching people my ass crack so I'm like trying to like I'm like okay well I've been out in the sun maybe I'm sweaty let me go get a shower you know let me clean up I call Paco and I'm like I need you to bring me home Benadryl there was hives everywhere on me on the palms of my hands on the back of my on the bottom of my feet the bottom oh my of my God. fucking feet you know what is the worst itch in the world a fucking foot itch oh yeah so or I, the one in your ass crack right and or, you can't itch it Right. Like, or, like, right on your hoo-ha. Like, my whole, like, nether region was on fire. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So Paco comes, and my friend Lori runs upstairs, and she's like, my doctor told me once that the stuff they put on in Tylenol PM is the same stuff they put in, Del in um, in fucking Benadryl. Benadryl. So I take one of those. Now, I have zero tolerance for any type of medication, so... I'm, I take it, I go get in the shower, I'm already half loofy, Paco comes home, I'm still itchy though, I'm tired, but I'm still itchy, so Paco comes busting through the door, he's got Calmine lotion in one hand, and Benadryl in the other, he's like, baby, we're gonna get you right, <laughs> don't worry, I'm here to save the day, I'm here to save you, and he's like, take this, and go ahead, and I'm gonna come up and check on you later, which, by the way, he never did, because, oh. <laughs> because I take a Benadryl on top of this Tylenol PM, and I'm scrolling through my Facebook feed, and at 12.30, my phone is like, da -da 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 -da, you know, like you just heard a couple times. <laughs> and I'm laying on my phone. The phone is stuck to my face. There's drool everywhere. <laughs> I had a very rough night, so I wake up this morning, and I sit down with my first cup of coffee, and da -da 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 -da, it happens again, and it's Danielle, and she's like, we're going to do a video. Look nice today. I'm like, <laughs> 
Oh my god. But it's okay because I went shopping and I look good in my new clothes to fit. You do look nice in your new clothes. Well, I just thought about it. I was like, we haven't done a video in a while. We were doing them for a little while. I was like, we probably should, you know, do it again. And I was like, and I didn't want you to show up. You know what I mean? Like, you just rolled out of bed and be like, oh, I wanted to do a video. And you'd be like, why didn't you tell me, bitch? You know what I mean? It would have been one of those situations. It really would have. (laughs) But the thing is, when I got out of bed today... When I got out of bed, I went to the bathroom, I brushed my teeth, I took a shower last night, obviously, before I went to bed, because I was on fire. Mm-hmm. So, I got dressed and put on all my jewelry and things before I left the room, because I was like, I'm not going to have to come up here today. Right. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just going to get everything done, so I don't have to walk back up these fucking stairs, because mm-hmm. my whole house, is, I'm a townhouse, so all the houses, the house is all stairs. Mm-hmm. So I get all comfortable, and I come down the stairs, and I'm feeling good in my new outfit and things, and I'm like, da-da-da. And then you were like, oh, and I was like, fuck. I gotta go all the way back upstairs, because that's where the makeup is. I'm sorry, made you walk the flight of steps for our podcast. 26. 26 steps? 26 steps from my basement to my bedroom. I'm so sorry, made you walk 26 steps. 26 fucking steps. I mean, the things you do for me in this podcast. Right. I mean, really, everybody should just be kissing your, you know, oh my God, very is, tiny white ass. Is this our anniversary episode? Is this the- no, it's next weekend. This oh. is episode 51. Oh. Actually, yep, ex- this is episode 51. So, next week, right? people. Yeah. Next week is our centennial. Is it centennial? No. I don't know. What is that? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm so stupid. I don't fucking even know. <clears throat> it's our 100th. Or, I mean, 100th. Holy crap. Ola, look at me. I don't even know what I'm saying. It's our- we're doing our 52nd because where the hell am I going with this thing here? I'm trying to like look it up. So this is the one we're dropping today. So the one we're working on right now is 51. And then next weekend we're doing our one year podcast anniversary cookout. Podcast anniversary cookout. Yeah. Extravaganza at the house. It's so exciting. And yes. you guys, I can't wait because everybody that we talk about on the podcast is coming. It's, it's coming. Fitz, Mike, Paco may even speak. Like, I, I how feel you like, doing? How you doing? Girl? I feel like Paco <laughs> should get on here and be like, let's clear some things up. <laughs> First of all. How many times does she really suck your dick, Paco? I mean, like, really. Does she like, really suck your dick like every 20 minutes like, like she really? out? Like, do you really run through the house away from her as she right. chases you down? Like, just curious. Um, now, remember when we were going to start the podcast and we were trying to figure out how we were going to start it? Uh-huh. And we were like, we were thinking of all these different things, and then we were like, we'll have to get Paco to come on, and we'll be like Valley Girls, and then he'll be like, you know, low deep dude voice member. Uh-huh. You're like, oh my god, you should listen to our podcast. And he'd be like, you're damn right. You know, or something <laughs> like that. We couldn't figure out how we wanted to do it. So I'm like, it'd be interesting now, like Paco actually like, you know, people will be able to hear what he sounds like, if we can get him to do it. Um, oh, we gotta do a big shout out right now, though. It is Beth's birthday. Happy birthday, Beth! My other bestie, um, is, she is 75 years old today. No kidding, she's going to my entire ass. So, my birthday is next Friday. Her birthday is today. So, we're five days apart. I, I just put down four fingers. Just so you want to. I just, I can't believe I just did that. That's how stupid and uh, what cylinders I'm working on today. She's right, 75. So, so she's 75 years old today. Um, so, and I was like. I when we're done this, we birthday. should go visit her in the home. <laughs> 
make sure that they turned her over. She's going to totally fucking kill me. But so we want to do like happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Beth. Happy birthday to you. Look, I love you. Look, when we first aired on WMLD, like Beth uh-huh. was here for us. She, she was. was like, she came to our yep. She was like, we're going to live this. Woo! That's right. And that's why I'm like, I'm hoping with everything going on with um, Corona still, um, you know, she has an autoimmune disease. She has lupus and she has, you know, a little toddler at home. And then her oldest son has type one diabetes. So they're all like at high risk and everything. And I'm, I'm hoping she'll be able to come next weekend because she's like the queen of live. Right. So I wanted her to kind of like do the live feeds for us while we do our podcast anniversary. Um, but I'm not sure that she's going to be able to make it just so she can kind of like, you know, keep everybody safe. So I'm hoping she'll be able to step in and we'll have to see. But oh, and you all anyway. get to finally meet Jay. Yes, our fact checker Jay is coming. Um, Thunder Dan's gonna stop by. Mikey yes, and Fitz. Mikey and, and Fitz. And hopefully, maybe Stacy Cook. And oh my God, Jerry with the fucking G. Yes, he was like um, one of the people, the person that we named an entire episode over because he listened to every single episode that we have done and followed us on the Book of Face. And uh, come so, to find out, you actually know who he is. Yeah. So here we are talking about this Jerry with the G, and we're like, Jerry, who are you? Where are you? Blah blah blah. So, apparently, he was painting his living room the other day and decided he was going to catch up because he hadn't listened yeah, for a while. Yeah, he hadn't listened for a while. And he just happened to pick up where he left off, which was the very next episode was, hey, thanks, Jerry, with the G. <laughs> and then he emails us, and he was like, I'm Doug's cousin. For those who don't know me, um, I, was in, I had a boyfriend in high school. My high school sweetheart was Doug. And we were engaged, and I, it lasted from the time I was 16 until I was 21. Was it that long? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Well, no. No, I was, I was 20. So, mm. 16 to 20. Um, and Jerry is Doug's cousin. And not only do I know Jerry, like, when Doug would be at work, like, me and Jerry would hang out. Like, Jerry That's was, what you were saying. Jerry was, like, my role dog. Jerry taught me how to drive in his big-ass 64 <coughs> Pontiac Belvedere with power. It was had push-button shifting and no power steering. Oh, my God. Like, like I know Jerry. I know Jerry. I love Jerry. I know I knew his brother who unfortunately passed. I I knew his, I know his mom. His mom is like the best cook ever, and she's this like little Filipino firecracker of a lady. And I love Gloria. She's a great time. So when I saw who it was, like I got all the feels. I was like, oh my, oh god. my god! And so, he's coming. So he's coming, and I'm so excited to see Jerry again. Yes, he's coming to the podcast anniversary. And he's always I was like, how do you invite some weird person? I don't even know to he's, my house. He's also very funny. So it. Yeah. She was like, I. Him and I'm like, oh, all right. We still love you. I mean, I still love you. Thank you for listening. But it was just funny. I'm like, how are you gonna invite some dude? I don't even know to my house. That, like, it was so funny. I was like, he could be a serial killer now. She was like, he's not a serial killer now. He's not. He's not. I, I watch a lot of things about serial killers, so I can no, say for sure. He's just a guy that, that loves cars. <laughs> yeah. So, um, anyway, I guess it's about time that we dive in. But I'm like really excited. I can't believe it. And in October, we'll have one year on the air. Yep. So in four more months, we'll have one year on our radio show up at the WMLD. So we got to do like I don't know a shout um, out to you Louis. Know, you know what? Helping us. You know what we're gonna do on our, our one year on air at WMLD New York. Have another thing where we do another no. one. What? I feel like we should take the ghost tour tour at um, Fort Delaware and like fucking talk about that and scare the fuck people because it's October and it's Halloween. You have to figure something. I thought you were gonna say we should go up there and do it on air. <laughs> Oh, we could probably do that. He'd probably let us. Oh, look, Nate Smite just said, 
Uh, oh, he wanted us to come to Snatchers today to listen to him sing. He said it's underneath a tent. I did not. I told him when he posted that shit. He was like, I said, is it inside fun? And he was like, no, it's outside fun. And I was like, fuck that. It's hot as balls. We went to see Nate perform last week, this past Wednesday. And. Oh, God, I thought I was going to die. It was so <laughs> hot. It was so hot. Oh, my God. And they were like, it's like a tiki bar situation. And you get out there and it's like picnic tables. On blacktop. Right. <laughs> There's like, it is so hot. I was nauseous. And I was like, girl, I got to go. And she's like, like we, we got to hang in there. I'm like, look, I love Nate and everything, but I, I'm, I'm going to die. Like, I can't. This right. can't be how I go out. Like, <laughs> it was, at a picnic table at a BMW. It was so freaking hot. But the drinks were. Oh. So I asked this fucking bartender <laughs> to make me a raspberry lemonade, which is just raspberry vodka with lemonade and a little bit of grenadine. And this bitch filled, like, a solo cup up with vodka and, like, two drops of lemonade. And I was like, nah, we can't do that. So she put it in this cup. And this cup was, like, a 64-ounce fucking big gold Because well, you were like, you're going to have to cut this with some Sprite or something. <laughs> the but whole can. It was so funny. I was, like, trying to – who was – oh, I was explaining to our boss, Kathy, what happened, right? And I was like, I have watched enough Bar Rescue to know – what your count's supposed to be. And it's supposed to be like one, two, three, four, right? Like uh-huh. that's how it's supposed to go. <clears throat> this woman was like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. Hey, how you doing out there in the back? Three Mississippi. Right. Hey, anybody else coming out? I'm doing drinks over here. Four Mississippi. Like it just was the longest. And, and I'm walking back to the freaking table <laughs> and I have to use both hands to hold this drink. And Nate's like, that's a big ass drink. But then like, she asked for the straw. Remember you're like, I got that big straw. Well, I wanted the big straw because I had a big drink, but then I saw an ice cube into the back of my throat for the big straw. And then when you're like, this straw is just too big for my mouth. And I'm like, really? Really? Is that straw too big for your mouth? That was like the highlight of the table. I mean, it was, it was a good, it was good to be able to be out there to support Nate because he's such a good time. If anybody wants to follow, you have to look him up. His name's Nate Smythe and it's Nate Smythe Music and yeah. you can find his page. I mean, he's just a really, really good time. And um, Very Jamie talented. got to sing with him a I little. I did for like two seconds. And that was fun. So um, if, if anybody can do, you have to like look up Nate because he is a honking good time. He did send us something really disgusting yesterday that I'm very upset about. I don't know why you're upset about it. He sent us disgusting things all the time. No, I know. But it was this. No, I'm not like disgusted. I'm just like the levels of depravity that people go to. I fucking watched that shit. It was did shit. you? You know, I told you I was going to watch it. It was cool as fuck. It was. Putting pencils in her you know, asshole. Her, her tattoo was like, it was like the octopus was eating it. So apparently. Oh my God, Jamie. So apparently Nate sent us this. this Not little, apparently, he did. Well, he did. <laughs> and it's called Pencil Stuffing into Tight Octopus Tattoo Bowl. <laughs> and it's this girl with an octopus on her ass. And the, oh my God, I almost died just then. I was just going to drink my coffee. Her butthole is the mouth of the octopus. The octopus. And it looks like the octopus is eating things, and I, I, I wasn't even turned on about it. But I was like, wow, that's so cool. But then she, somebody's got to dig those pencils out. She, I'm sure she does it herself. It's just disgusting. And he's like, you should, t-. yeah, he sent me that. I'm like, Nate, come on now, man. I'm like, you know, we got enough bad shit going on in this world. I actually almost bought a t-shirt that I saw yesterday, and it was a dumpster fire with 2020 on it. <laughs> I almost bought the t-shirt. Um... <laughs> Shut up. I should have just bought it and got us all one. But anyway, um, I guess we should probably dive in now that we're like 23 minutes in right. and we've done nothing like, but just run our fucking face. 
Um, so I'll have to let Nate that we can't be doing shit underneath the tent today because we have well. stuff to do. Oh my God! Look, then Mikey. Morning. I haven't heard from him in a while. All right, let's see. Let me just. You go ahead. You go ahead and you dive in while I tell Nate that we can't come today. Well, let's see. We're recording and it's at one o'clock. So no. Oh. Okay. So hey, um, I have this great thing about my <laughs> about Dolly Parton. Oh my goodness. I love her. Like I love you, Dolly. So, um, a petition is launched to pl- replace the KKK leader statue in the Tennessee Capitol with Dolly Parton. A bust of the before a bust of the former Ku Klux Klan Grand, Wiz- Grand Wizard Nathan Bedford Forrest is currently on display in the state's Capitol building. Ew, why? Oh my goodness. Back in December, Tennessee State Senator Jeremy Faison proposed replacing a bust of former Ku Klux Klan Grand Wizard Nathan Bedford currently on display in the state capitol building with one of the actual Tennessee heroes, Dolly motherfucking Parton. Now amid racial unrest across the country, um, you know, all this stuff, we're not going to talk about that, we're going to skip. So the petition was launched to actually do it. But not only are they going to replace the statue in the capitol building, they want to bring down all the Confederate statues and put up Dolly Parton all over Tennessee. I enjoy this and I support it. I do too. So I'm like, two blocks down, they're drinking and laughing and having a party. <laughs> two blocks down, another statue can be found. <laughs> like, and I signed this, I signed the petition. I was like, I am signing the fuck out of this. If I could sign it more than once, Dolly, I would. Oh my God. Love fucking Dolly Parton. She is a natural She really is a natural She is, like, the most humble, the most sweet, the most perfect freaking example of country there ever possibly was. And I told Nate he needs to learn some goddamn Dolly. I know, I did. (laughs) When you guys, you know Dolly? He's like, no. Um, I got a weird one. It's, I have, like, a couple good ones, but I got to start with this one because it's so fucking weird. So, it's on the BBC News, so it's the Daddy News, and it was from June 13th, which is what, today or some shit? I don't know. Uh, Today's the 14th. 14th. Oh my God, the 14th. How can I forget? Hello, duh, it's her birthday. Um, So, it was from yesterday, and it says, woman hatches ducks from Waitrose eggs. And I was like, what the hell's a Waitrose, first of all? But come to find out, it's just eggs you can get at a grocery store. Right. So, apparently, which I didn't know, is that you can't tell the difference between a regular non-fertilized egg and a fertilized egg, like, when it first happens. Right. And what they try to do is they try to make it so that boy ducks are not in, and they call them drakes. Yeah, boy ducks are drakes. Drakes. They try to make it so that they're not in there with the females. But, like, sometimes things just happen because it's very hard to sex them, apparently, Uh right? So, sometimes it just happens. And by the time it gets to you and everything else, like, it's no different. You know what I mean? Because it's not, it's not being warmed. I mean, nothing's happening with it. So, like, it just sort of, whatever. It does whatever it does. So, this woman, it says, and I have to read it to you because it's so fucking crazy. All right. A woman has hatched three ducklings called Beep, Peep, and Meep from eggs she bought in Waitrose. Oh, in Waitrose is, um, that must a, be the that's a city the... or the grocery store yeah, or whatever. Yeah, grocery store. All right, so Charlie Lello, 29, from Hertfordshire, put the Clarence Court eggs. What the hell is Clarence Court? Eggs in an incubator as an experiment to pass the time after being furloughed. She said the ducklings would live a very happy life with her pet chickens. 
Now, a waitress spokesman. Okay, waitress must be the name the, of the, the name of the eggs. Then I thought it was the like like Eglin's best. They, it must yeah, be it's there. like an Eglin's best, right? Uh, that's just crazy. So, a waitress spokesman said fertilized eggs were safe to eat and entirely indistinguishable from normal eggs unless incubated. Holy freaking balls! Could you even imagine? Miss Lello, who normally works as an assistant manager in a shop, got the idea after seeing a video on Facebook of someone hatching quail eggs from a supermarket. While I was in Waitrose, I saw... Okay, so this has to be a grocery store. I guess. I it don't must know. be, because she says, while I was in a Waitrose. So that's got to be what it is. I should have looked this up a little more so I fucking know, because they're not names I know. So, I don't know. It's, it's over there. Over there. It's over there. Over there. <laughs> while I was in Waitrose, I saw the duck, duck eggs and thought maybe they would work as well. I was so excited for them to hatch, but I still had in the back of my mind that these are supermarket eggs. They have been collected, bashed around on a delivery truck, then rattled around on a trolley onto a shelf, picked up and put down by who knows how many people. And put in a refrigerator. So they still might not go all the way. A month after putting them in the incubator, Miss Lello heard a tiny beeping sound, and the braddock white ducklings started to emerge from their shells. She said it had been an amazing experience hatching the cutest little balls of fluff, but she would not be repeating it. The only reason I could try was because I'm currently furloughed and have the time to raise them to an age where they won't need me all day. Under normal circumstances, it wouldn't have been possible or fair on them. A waitress spokesman said it was notoriously difficult to identify the sex of white feathered ducks. Our farmers work hard to ensure ducks and drakes are separated correctly. As a result, this difficulty in sexing a white male white feathered duck. God, try and say that like three times fast. White male. <laughs> may very occasionally be left with a group of female females although these instances are extremely rare there may also be instances when a wild duck enters farm drakes but again this is rare what when a wild duck encounters farm drakes okay got it jeez okay a spokesman for clarence court farm said it is a feat of remarkably slim odds that a duckling has been hatched not just one three three, three of them but we acknowledge that it's not impossible look there's eggs Kathy, our boss Kathy has chicken coops. She has chickens. There are literally eggs everywhere. Is there? Right. And none of them are hatching. Like, these chickens give zero fucks. They're not trying (laughs) to lay on them, nothing. They're literally just spread everywhere. I'm like, Kathy, somebody better go pick up those eggs and I'm not doing it. They came out of their butts. (laughs) And you don't eat eggs. And I don't eat eggs. Well, I asked her if she ate the eggs and she said she did. For a while until one day she cracked one open and it had an eyeball in it. And she was like, I'm out. <laughs> and then she's like, I don't do it anymore. Oh. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to, next time, now I'm curious. Mm-hmm. So next time I go out there and I see a fresh egg, she's got a rooster. So I'm hoping that they're all, all fertilized. And then I'm going to try and hatch my own egg at home. <gasps> yeah, but you got to get an incubator. Well, you just need a grow light and a little box. Is it? Is that it? You should try. I'm going to try. And, and then you could be like, here you go, Kath. I brought you some new ducks or new um, chickens. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I thought that was really weird. I'm like, oh, my God, what are the odds? It, like, kind of creeps me out, but it doesn't creep me out because I would have never noticed the difference my entire life. I'm not eating eggs, so it's fine. I love eggs. I, fucking, I used to eat eggs every single morning. Okay, so um, I have a few. I do have a so many fucking world news report. You're just phoning it in with these. <laughs> I know. Because <laughs> I know you're favorite, though. But I'm trying to find the one that I just had about, am I the asshole? Oh, okay. Well, can I just talk about something real quick? Okay, go ahead. 
this one, it's just, it's a real funny, and I'm going to just do it and get it over with. This is from June 20, or June 5th, 2020, and it's on 97x.com, and it says a viral video is actually a Pornhub ad. <laughs> Man logs off Zoom meeting for alone time, but accidentally left camera on. People thought it was a real Zoom meeting. Oh. Somebody got it off Pornhub. And started passing it around like as if it was like a real thing that happened to like unsuspecting people. So like the guy's like, oh, we're in a Zoom meeting. Okay, I'm going to be done. Now let me go jack off and, you know, take care of myself. And people were passing it around as if like they accidentally, like it was a real thing. <laughs> people were like, oh my God, it went viral. I love how people don't, like World News Report, if you read through their articles and their posts, people are like, so offended, but nobody reads the tagline. Right, <laughs> where the facts they, don't every, matter. Right. So anyway, this is this is not World News Report. We'll get to that. We always do. But <laughs> we're working on that stuff. This is on Ranker, and a man asked the internet if he's a jerk for suing his girlfriend, and the verdict is unanimous. Everybody needs a hobby, from cooking for loved ones to creating art out of yarn, clay. Hobbies keep your keep your mind sharp and your hands busy. But if your hobby impedes other aspects of your life, or if the other aspects of your life impede your hobby, that seems to be the case here when a man finds his girl finds that his girlfriend is at odds with his passion. So, am I the asshole? Oh, here we go. So, Jimothy is your uncle. Jimothy? That's the guy. That's Why? His is his right. name Jimothy? That's his Reddit name. Jimothy is your uncle. Ask the masses about masses about the situation regarding his girlfriend, his passion, and parking space. Titled, Am I the Asshole for Suing My Girlfriend After She Had My 1967 Impala Project Taken to the Scrapyard? Here is a breakdown of events and the aftermath as a man asks a jury of thousands to decide if, to decide if he's the asshole. So here it is. I had a 1967 Impala four-door that I bought in February of 2019. A couple months ago, I bought my first house that had a two-and-a-half-car garage. I moved the car in and started tearing it down for complete restoration. I had the body in one bay and the chassis in another, plus the whole garage filled with parts. About two months ago, my girlfriend came to live with me during this whole coronavirus crisis and the whole time has hated that car. She wanted to park in the garage, but I have two acres of land with a lot with a lot of nice places to park under shady trees or hell even in the barn if it has to be inside i'll tell her i tell her tough luck it's my house and it's not like i can just throw it back together real quick anyway i was out of town for a couple days on a business trip for a small local company i work for when i got back my girlfriend was all smiles making me food all the time doing all the chores and all that i thought maybe she just was happy to have me home but then i realized that i didn't see her car in its usual spot I asked her where she parked so I could make sure that I mowed that area and keep it clean for her. And she said not to worry because she parked in the garage. Mm. I asked how and, she, how and she told me to go check it out. Turns out while I was gone, she hired some people to come over and move everything related to <gasps> that car, including the drivetrain, body, and chassis, and all parts, and take it to the local dump scrapyard. <gasps> I was absolutely dumbfounded. I had spent over 11 k on that car, including new parts services in the car itself. She got go. I told her that I was going to be taking her to court for that, and she brushed me off like I was being dramatic. I told her that it is done between us and to pack her things and leave. I admit I was really angry, but I did end up getting a lawyer, and I have all the receipts for that, all that money spent. And I have her on my, and I have her on my house's security cam footage, letting the guys in and watching them take it all. I think I can win. 
Her family and friends are absolutely blowing me up saying it's just stupid old piece of junk and that she could not back all the money she could not pay back all the money I spent and that I should just let it go. But I have been putting all my time and effort and money into that car for a year and a half now. And god damn it, if I'm not going to get justice for what she did, then then I guess I am the asshole. No. So the verdict is not the asshole is the first one. Sue her ass. Sue her for the mm-hmm. cost plus a few extra thousand for the time and money have have her prosecuted for theft and destruction of property. And have the guys that came to get it prosecuted for receiving ill-gotten goods and nail them all to the wall. No, that's awful what she did. There's no Paco, reason for that. Paco is a car guy and, you know, he has a show truck and he loves his truck. Mm-hmm. And it's something that him and his dad worked on together. He also has, his dad has a show truck. That's also something they work together. The freaking junked Impala that didn't even have everything on it, like the, the chassis, the drivetrain, all that, mm-hmm. that car alone, he probably could have sold for at least $10,000 with it not running. Right. <clears throat> I watch a lot of uh, car shows. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody said, not the asshole. How do you have the nerve to su- do something like that in someone else's home? She isn't even your wife. She went too far. I say you dodged a bullet there. Even the wife. I mean, she'd have to go too. Yep. Eleven k can be can be made back. You can't get back wasted years of your life spending it with someone who has no respect for you. Not the asshole. What is with this sub and terrible significant? Oh, the subred. What is it? The subreddit and terrible significant others who don't respect their per- partner's property and passions. Like, how the fuck did she expect you to act? Oh yeah, you yeah, exactly. You completely wiped out my passion project while also causing a considerable financial loss. But at least your car is in the garage. She wasn't very, oh. she wasn't very bright being dumped and sued is the most predictable outcome from this scenario. So I, too, agree that she's a fucking asshole. I just can't. I mean, that's just, oh, my God. Like, I mean, why, though? Like, I don't even get why. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, why even? I, I don't understand, like, why bother? With it. Like, what did it bother her? Like, I don't understand why she was so upset about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I, I think that she's an idiot. I think she's very self-absorbed. Like, only somebody that self-absorbed would do that. Like, what did she think was going to happen? He was going to be like, oh, thanks for the food. Oh, no problem. No, but it doesn't even, I don't understand what her problem was with it to begin with. She wanted to park in the garage. I know, but why can't you just be like... Let him have it. Like, why? Really? All because you wanted to park in the garage? Seriously? She's probably an only child. That's just ridiculous. I don't know. I'm so, she got broken up with. And now she's getting sued. As it should be. Oh my God. Good for fucking him. I hope I see it on Judge Judy. Judge Judy's getting ready to go off the air soon. It makes me so sad. You know what, though? I was watching Judge Judy the other day, and Judge Judy gets on my nerves. I know that you love her. She's my favorite thing I hate that she doesn't let people speak. I well, she's getting it. old now. She don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> she was like, she was like, look, motherfucker, it's lunchtime. And I was like, oh, oh I God. love when she does that. Paco, it's lunch. And I Paco, think they have sushi back there. <laughs> Paco, Paco is hysterical. Like, Paco's like, she don't care. Just she to give zero fucks. Mm-mm, she don't give no shit. I got something for you. I'm ready. That I think you're going to like. Okay. And it's literally like a real fucking thing. It's not fake news? No. All right. It seemed like it. I actually had to comb through it to make sure because I was like, this seems very suspect. Anyway, so this posted on June 8th, 2020. And it was from the LAD Bible. And it's like, you know, one of the ones that's been pretty popular around here. 
It says, man has whole fish stuck in rectum after sitting on it by accident. <laughs> the medics didn't seem to believe him. <laughs> yeah. It says this article has graphic content images. So automatically I'm like scrolling, scrolling. Look. <laughs> this is a fish in his Oh asshole. my God. <laughs> it's really real. <clears throat> All right. So let me read this thing because I'm like, what the hell? I didn't even read it. I just scrolled through to make sure it was real. The LAD Bible. Yeah. Jay, check if the LAD Bible is is. a sarcastic website or if it's like, you know, legit. I'm pretty sure it's legit. We'll see. Jay will check that out. He's got magic internet skills. All right, fine. Whatever. Telling you it's real. Anyway, a man who had to get a fish surgically removed from his rectum reportedly told a nurse that he accidentally sat on the animal. What? I'm like, how? Why were you naked and why was your asshole flaring up so big that you could just, a whole fish went up your ass? Right. And why so many questions. Why were you sitting in a fish tank? (laughs) Or what what happened? Like, oh, let's read. And of course, this is in China. Again. Mm -hmm. All right. The unnamed 30-year-old man was treated in the accident in an emergency department of Yanking First People's Hospital in China, so China's southern province of Guangdong. On Guangdong. <laughs> Guangdong. That's sorry. That, that's... I'm not trying to be an asshole right here. Guangdong. Just... <laughs> Guangdong. Guangdong. Who's there? Fish. <laughs> and my asshole, that too. <laughs> we make ourselves laugh. It's so funny. I don't you third. Grim images of the animal and various x-rays show that regardless of the method, the fish was well and truly stuck up there. A CT scans revealed that the full thing was stuck in the rectum with the patient complaining of intense abdominal pain that lasted over an hour. You think? I know, according to reports on the 5th of June. <clears throat> when a nurse questioned him on it, the patient claimed he'd accidentally sat on the fish, which then entered his body via his anus. Seems legit. A chat, a chat transcript has circulated on China's social media service, Weibo. It states that the healthcare worker responded saying, do you think I'm an idiot? The man added to have an emergency endoscopy. The images show the skeleton of the fish, which was a Mozambique tilapia, if you're interested, Ew. and his rectum. The report also stated that the medics tried repeatedly to get the dead fish out, but it was too large. Its spiny fins also <laughs> caused oh, the patient's large intestine to rupture, which meant surgeons were then forced to open his abdomen up. The fish was eventually retrieved from his bowels to make matters even more disgusting, if that's even possible. <laughs> what else did they find up there? Yeah, medics were reportedly gagging at the smell in the operating theater. The male patient is not thought to have been in any life-threatening condition, while it is unclear whether the tilapia was dead or alive at the time of insertion. He's not the first person to recently get a foreign object stuck somewhere that you might not expect it to be. Doctors at a hospital in India were left baffled after they discovered a two-foot-long phone charger. What the fuck? Inside a patient's bladder. How? How? That means they'd have to... Oh. But how would you do that? I don't know. I mean, it's definitely not going in the USB port end. It's got to be the other one. And they, they, they stuffed it up there like a... um catheter that would have had to be because how else would you get it up there the man turned up at the hospital last week um on may 31st to be exact complaining of abdominal pain but nobody could have imagined that the pain was being caused like it made my hoo-ha hurt by an entangled ball of charger cable stuck inside his bladder people quit putting things in holes that don't belong in holes that's the x-ray of it oh my god 
guy. He did stuff to get her. It's always grown-ass men. I know, like, always trying to do something to themselves. According to the doctors, Islam must have been, Islam, Islam must have been, according to doc, Islam must have been swallowed or inserted deliberately for sexual gratification, and it turned out that he had, turned out that he had previous, I don't know, that, that was a weird way, I don't know how they did that. The x-ray scan is quite something to behold. A team of medics performed a 45-minute surgery at the Guwahati Hospital in the north of India to get the lead out of him. <laughs> to get the lead out of him. That's it. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. People quit putting things in your holes. There's just, there's, I mean, there's not enough information here, though. Like, was he fishing? Was it just... Did he have a pass? I mean, the, how? In the fucking fish tank? That's what the fish looked like. Oh, poor fish. Yeah, so that was pretty so, gross. So, yeah, that's gross. It's um, super fucking gross. They're like, crack gagging. I mean, shit. don't they have sex toys in China? Most of the sex toys are made in China. Oh, God. Like, I mean, use a cucumber or something. <laughs> Stop shoving live animals up your ass. <laughs> Speaking of asses. Oh, my God. It's time for our World News Day report. <laughs> Okay. Where the facts don't matter. So, Jay, you don't have to fact check this. Because <laughs> we already know matter. they don't matter. Man with diarrhea rammed truck in a convenience store badly because... Oh, let's start again. I got excited. <laughs> okay. Man with diarrhea rammed truck into a convenience store because he badly needed a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> An Arizona resident intentionally rammed his pickup truck into the Tucson storefront last week during a burglary... A burglar... Burglary. <laughs> what? He burgled something. Oh, God. His name is Mark Hamill. <laughs> Mark Hamill. They're just like, let's throw anything in there. Mark Hamill, 19, was captured on surveillance cameras minutes before breaking in where he can, where he can be seen revealing himself, oh, relieving himself behind the building. So he not only, like, drove his truck in, like, he immediately was like, okay, I got the toilet paper. Let me go around the back of this building. I know, like you wouldn't just use the, the toilet inside the building somewhere. The suspect, who can barely, be, can barely be seen wiping himself with his bare hands later, tried to break <gasps> had to break in through the back door entrance of the store with his pants still down, down, but was unable to do so. The suspect used his Ford F-150 to break the market's glass door to steal several rolls of toilet paper after defecating behind the building. Tucson Police Department Jeff Deputy Sheriff James Flaherty, Flaherty? told reporters that <laughs> he's not even real. Just try to just, just blow through And it. under the little captions, that picture says, Mark Hamill, 19, who was suffering from bad di- case of diarrhea at the time, used his Ford F-150 to ram the storefront and steal several rolls of toilet paper, reported the sheriff, whatever. The suspect was arrested arrested several minutes later and did not offer any resistance after officers noticed the interior oh. of his car, his face, his hands, his pants were all covered in fecal matter. Ew, God! Said the sheriff. Tucson police say Hamill did not steal anything else, although the crash register, the cash register had several hundreds of dollars in it at the time of the burglary. The suspect went straight in for the roll of toilet paper before fleeing the scene. Oh, God. No one was harmed during... During the accident, although the break-in will cost an estimated fifty thousand dollars in damages to the store, and the owner claims the, the putrid odor could stay there for weeks, <laughs> a similar incident occurred in two thousand sixteen after a Texas man who was denied access to a convenience store washroom used several hand grenades and a rocket launcher to access the washroom, killing. <laughs> oh 
Oh my god. Are you serious? Oh goodness. That's hysterical. You know what? We need to come up with our own like World News Daily Report article and submit it. Right. And see if they'll I put it on. I emailed them and they never, you? they never emailed me back. They haven't even seen it yet. Did they? Yeah. Like, why don't, did you DM them? Yeah. Did you slide in World News Daily Report I DMs? Did. I did. Oh, okay. Um, there was somebody that posted this thing, and it was from somecards.com, and it was the 25 funny posts from parents about the dumbest things their kids have done. Right. And I was pissing my fucking pants. Oh, I know. I read that, because you posted it on the page. That's some funny shit. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, my God. So that one was a funny thing. So there's this one, and it was <laughs> this two-year-old decided he wanted to be pants for Halloween. I know, that is the cutest thing. And they put, like, little holes for his arms in the pants, and he, like, walked out in jeans. I was like, oh, my God. Um, Let me see. Oh, wait. We went into the basement for a tornado. My three-year-old thought we were hiding from a tomato. Honestly, that scared her even more, (laughs) which is kind (laughs) of really cute because you think about it when you're that young. But, no, there was this bottom one. Hold on. That was the whole reason I wanted to go in here. Oh, hold on. Oh, this one was funny. My kid swallowed a penny while showing his little brother how he accidentally swallowed a sim key the day before. And they showed him the x-ray of his little body. And you can see both of them in there. So that was pretty funny. And then, oh, this is fucking hilarious. This is so good. So this is a woman. It's Amazon.com in the UK. Uh-huh. And it's her, like, sending them a note saying, you got to oh, cancel oh, this yeah. order. that's so funny. Right. And it says, and here's the mom. And it says, hi. And they say, hello. And, she, and then they go, I understand your child has accidentally placed an order and you wish to cancel the order with refund. I will help you. And she's like, great, thank you. And he said, just to confirm, are you referring to the extreme farts extension pack? <laughs> and she goes, yep, that's the one. <laughs> Kids love fucking farts, man. I know. So hold on. Let me go to the bottom one where it was really funny. So, and I think this one has been around like a little bit too. Okay, this this is the one that I thought. Because I actually saw this circulating before, but it's still fucking funny. And it says, great, my three-year-old saw me pull a tampon out, and now she's going around saying, mommy had a mouse in her butt. <laughs> and I'm like, could you imagine? Because what else would they think it is? You know what I mean? Like, right. I mean, so a three-year-old, what do you think that would be? It does look like a mouse. I don't know. Okay, why is your kid crying today? Mine didn't kick, get picked in a game she was playing alone. <laughs> I actually put, I know it's not as super funny as I'm reading it now, but if you read all of them, you're like pissing your pants by the end of it, and it actually is on our Facebook page, so you guys have to go check it out. All right, so I have, man seeks advice when girlfriend refuses to self-isolate from his family after protesting. So, someecards.com is also this. (coughs) So, as many states are starting to slowly open following the COVID-19 related lockdowns, people have a lot of questions about how to proceed, and in some cases... Relationships and arguments are erupting. One man asked asked for advice after his girlfriend joined the wide, widespread protest in, in support of Black Lives Matter, but she is failing to self-isolate after being in such a large crowd, so he took to redid it, or to Reddit. Says, my girlfriend and I have been dating since June of 2018. We are pretty close, and her family is on good terms with mine. We do have our fights like every other couple. I find my girlfriend to be pretty reactive, and it has it has been a problem before. It has been a problem before in our relationship, but we can generally sort things out. 
His parents are diabetic and, and pre-diabetic, and he currently lives with them. Also, I want to add that I don't live with my parents. I normally have my own space, but I moved in because of the lockdown. I didn't want my parents out shopping and stuff like that. So he mm. moved in to help his parents out because they're high risk. Right. So his girlfriend has been taking locked has been taking lockdown seriously, but took a break to protest. My girlfriend has been understanding. In fact, she took this lockdown super seriously and was frustrated that people weren't taking it seriously enough. She started to go to the protest in our city, and she asked me to go. I told her no, that it would be irresponsible since I am with my parents. She was upset, but she understood. His mom invited the girlfriend and her family over to dinner without knowing she'd been to the protest. We're going to have pizza night at my house, and my mom invited my girlfriend's family, not knowing that my girlfriend was out at the protest. Once I heard, I told my mom and told my girlfriend that until she self-quarantines <clears> for at least two weeks, I don't feel comfortable with her and my fa- her and her family at my house. <clears throat> my girlfriend was livid, and not only oh. and not only that, her parents, who are also hot heads, just start getting angry. They started talking about how proud they are of their daughter for standing up to injustice. Now I am not punishing. Now I am punishing them by kicking them out of their house. What? Oh, kicking them out of his house. That my mom didn't care that I, that only I did. That I am driving a wedge between them. That I am trying to control their daughter's beliefs. And her mom really just started yelling at me. Is this the type of son-in-law that I'm going to be? How does that have anything to do with one or the other? He doesn't want her family. Right. He doesn't want the his family to get is, sick. This thing has been ridiculous. My mom didn't know when she invited them. I didn't say that they couldn't ever come over. But please wait, you might be infected. My girlfriend's family is acting as if because she wore a mask, she is 100% immune. I don't know normally when I have disagreements with... I I don't know normally when I have disagreements with my girlfriend. It is just me and her. But here it is. Here it seems to be both she and her mom, and mainly... Her, me and her, her and her mom mainly. Her, his dad, her dad just doesn't give a fuck. Um, they're just hyping each other up. I think her dad is the most understanding, but he is the quietest one in the family. Mm. I don't know what to do here. I know for a fact that I'm not going to risk my parents' well-being to appease my girlfriend and her family. But what can I do to get my girlfriend's parents to understand? Like, should they know? Like, shouldn't they know better? Her mom is a physician's assistant, so how is she turning a blind eye to this? Do I just let things cool off? And he can't believe it's gotten to the point where her entire family is involved. My mom invited my girlfriend. Oh, that's just him telling the story yeah. again. <clears throat> so pretty much everyone on Reddit agrees that the boyfriend is right in this situation. <coughs> so she's. I mean, just he's got to protect his parents, right? Like, I, I mean, that's not saying don't support. I think it's sweet. I think that it's sweet that he's like, look, you know, this was the choice you made, mm-hmm. which is fine, and I back you for that. I back you up for it, but my parents are high risk. Yeah, and I don't want them to get sick. Right. And I can't have me getting sick because I'm the only one taking care of them. Right. So she's been. Oh, that's a toughie. Nope. She's. Wonder what happened with them. It doesn't say. Well, that kind of sucks. Like it kind of makes you wonder, you know. Aww. I'm hoping he broke up with her. You do? Yep. I can't do the self-absorption right now. I think people who are self-absorbed suck. Oh my goodness. Well, I guess we're gonna have to wrap things up. We didn't even get to like some of our other stories. Maybe we'll be able to get to it next week. I got something stuck in my throat, and I have no idea what it is. It's like my allergies are killing me today, and I took something, and I'm sorry that I'm always coughing in your freaking ears, people, but I can't make it stop. It's just driving me crazy. But anyway, so we are going to um, wrap this up, but we'll be back next week for our one-year podcast anniversary. Podcast anniversary! And tell us, Jamie. If you have recently shoved anything living up your ass, we'd love to hear about it. <laughs> 
So give us a shout out at <laughs> Straight so. from the Met. You do this all the time. Like anytime you're like, if you have something weird happening with your penis, send us a picture. No, please don't. And you're like, yes. Send us a shout out at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net. And we are on New York Daytime Radio, which is the WMLD, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio. And you can find us every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And you can get the replay on Saturdays at 7. They actually get our show days earlier than all our platforms so Except you should check that out podcast anniversary because it's going to be longer than an hour yeah that one will probably be end up splitting up but we'll have to figure out what we're going to do with that one um but you can actually find the wmld app in all the major app stores and if you can't catch us on air you can catch us on spotify tune in radio soundcloud which is our host um our host platform iPodcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Every Sundays we download a new one or upload a new one. So take it home, Jamie. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye now.